The Real Estate Sessions is sponsored by AdWorks. AdWorks makes digital advertising brilliantly simple. Choose your zip code and build your brand. Enter an address and promote your listings. Or upload your list and stay top of mind with your sphere of influence. And if you go to adworks.com slash Bill Risser, you'll do more than just build brand awareness or nurture your network. Right now, you get to save 15% off your purchase, and I get to send 10% to the Colon Cancer Alliance, an organization that means a great deal to me. That's www.adworks.com slash Bill Risser. Additional door knocking all the way to, as I call it, door clicking on Facebook. You know, when you see the green lights on and, you know, on the chat feature, think about that as virtual door door knocking. You can see their home, you can see they're happy, and you can have a conversation with them, you know, probably not even real estate related, just to build your relationship with them. Welcome to the Real Estate Sessions and join industry leaders as they share their stories and offer tips and advice to real estate professionals. Now your host, Bill Rissa of Chicago Title, Arizona. Welcome to episode 53 of the Real Estate Sessions podcast. Thank you for listening and for telling your friends in the industry about our show. It's how we grow and, and I really appreciate it. Today is the first episode of our second year, and I am thrilled to have Lisa Archer, CEO of Live Love Homes, as my guest. I first met Lisa through the Inman Ambassadors Program, and I've followed her career ever since. We will talk about the massive growth Lisa has engineered over the last six years, but my curious nature wants to find out about Lisa the early years. Lisa, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Bill. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm really excited to have you on the show. Uh, we've got so much to talk about. Your company, you're based in Charlotte, North Carolina. Are you a native of North Carolina? Were you born and raised there? I was not born and raised in North Carolina. I was born and raised in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. And then our house burned down when I was a senior in high school. And my parents moved us up here in 1997. And we've been here ever since. So over half my life, about here, I'll be uh, in Charlotte instead of Mississippi now. So does that mean kind of when people that have been there that long, do you kind of consider yourself? Or are you getting close to being a North Carolina native? I think so. Because, you know, and I, we live in a little city out right outside of Charlotte. Um, and it's a little more rural. And everyone there literally is, is so native. Um, but yes, I think that being that we're almost 20 years, I think we've uh, hit the native point. <laughs> All right. I know your father's a realtor. I'm not sure the timing of that, but. When you're in school and you're in high school and college, was real estate the career for you? Is that where you were headed? No, because he, he wasn't in real estate then. He's been in real estate about 15 years now. Um, and so he had a career in computers and moved to Charlotte and then um, retired from there and got into real estate and, uh, been, you know, been in real estate ever since. Um, I was actually, I, I went to school. I got a BS in uh, marketing and management for business, which is good, um, and uh, decided I was going to go the banking route. Charlotte's the number two banking capital behind New York, so I went the banking route, and after 9-11, I moved over to a, um, a branch and was the manager, and um, then when I had my daughter, who was about to be 12, um, went on maternity leave, took eight weeks instead of 12, came back to our manager's meeting and had told our region. Um, that I wanted to move to a branch closer to our house. I was driving about you know a little over an hour each way, um, 
and I came back and to the manager's meeting. There's two new managers sitting at the table, and I introduced myself, of course, and asked where they were. And one of them was was within five miles of my house. The other was within ten. So any good entrepreneurial uh, spirit um, employee goes back to their office, blows it up, and um, you know increases profits and their numbers you know, really high, and then, you know, two weeks after our bonuses came out, I put in my notice and um, went to work for my dad. So I didn't get a license for about six to 12 months, and uh, it, was, it literally became his ISA. You know, nobody knew what that was, and I just started doing it. He had Top Grouper, which was, you know, an amazing product, you know, 12 years ago, and, you know, still is. And, you know, but at the time it was like the only one. And, you know, I did his action plans. I made a phone call. I set appointments. Um, then I started going on his appointments because I would be making them. And I'm like, why is this taking so long? And so I'd go on his appointments. And, you know, he's really personal. He'll tell you he's not, but he is. And his appointments were taking like an hour and a half. And I was like, we've got to figure out a way to, you know, streamline, you know, send them more information up front have them have their questions ready, answer as many as you can via video or blog or whatever, and, you know, get this process down so you can, we can sit and, you know, view more appointments in the day. And um, so we did. And as that process has happened, we just flipped. You know, I, I, I'm not good at admin. I'm not good at p and I'm not good at, you know, all those things that I'm not good at, he's fantastic at. So we kind of, we, we switched and he, he, you know, he became our first admin literally like, you know, Gary Keller says in the Millionaire Real Estate book, you know, hire admin first. He literally became our first admin um, because I'd go and get um, contract signed. I'd miss things. You know, so we had um, electronic signatures before electronic signatures were even um, popular. We've used several different versions from um, DocuSign to DotLoop and, you know, everything in between. So he, he got tired of you know, my missing signature. So we went to something real quick that he could get fixed. <laughs> so it's, this is great. I mean, it sounds like, first of all, he's incredibly tech savvy and he has a daughter now who's incredibly tech savvy. And the two of you joined forces and really started adopting this stuff way early in the game. Well, so basically, so I will say this, I, I'm, I'm geeky in a session the way that I know what I want. I know what I want it to do. And then he knows how to actually make it do that. Okay. Or find what it is to make it happen. You brought up Gary Keller, and I know you're you're a Keller Williams owner, and we'll talk about how big that operation's getting. Talk to me about Keller Williams. I mean, was that were you with them from the beginning of your career? Is that where your dad was? Yes. So he he was here. He'd been to a couple of other places for you know for his career. Um, came to Keller Williams when we were still Keller Who, and literally we've just grown. And I've seen the growth and. So I, I know nothing working-wise other than KW. Gotcha. Yet, you, like you, I know the the top people from all of the other companies, and I think they're great. I think, you know, I love Sherry, and I love um, the guys at Whole Banker and um, Remax, and, you know, there's nothing I could ever say about any of those brands. I think they're all amazing just for us and what we've done and how we've grown. KW is just the place for us. So if I wanted to get your 30-second elevator pitch, you know, on, on why, why Keller Williams is a great company, when you're talking to somebody, and I'm sure you've recruited people to the company, what do you tell them? I honestly tell them, you know, Keller Williams is agent-centric. And I know a lot of other companies say that, but we truly believe and build that. Everything that Keller does, you know, is 
go is back to the agent. You know, it, as Gary says, if he could take the KW off the sign, he would. He, you know, he believes in the agent being able to build their own brand. Um, we, you know, what we do is, um, where we excel is training, leadership, opportunity, growth. Those are the things that are important at Keller Williams, and especially even more so today. Um, just being your own agent and building your own business. It's not even about, you know, not even about building a team. It's about building a business inside of a business. Um, and that's where the growth and the opportunity comes from. You've embraced technology and social. I'm, I'm guessing you were a pretty early adopter of social media. It just kind of seems to be, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's in your nature. I'm just guessing. <laughs> so, um. I, ha- I had MySpace. In fact, I still have MySpace. And we had a closing from a MySpace um, lead. Uh, and I hate to call it that, but literally this woman came into our system a couple of years ago and I couldn't figure out like uh, the source. And like, and so when I called her, I was like, Hey, it's Lisa Archer with Little Homes. I little Charlotte, Charlotte at the time. And I said, you know, how can we help you find your new home? And she was like, Oh, thank you so much. I've been following you on MySpace for years. I'm like, well, ha ha. Whenever I, um, when I got Twitter, I guess what was it, nine, eight, eight, nine years ago, however long they've been around, I set up my Twitter to autoflow space, and I can't even tell you, though, how to get in there now. I tried to get in there the other day, like to change my password, um, or just to open it up and see what it looks like. Whatever email I use, I don't use now, so I'm not even getting the notification to change the password. I'm like, okay, great. Well, there's just my space account. That's just out in La Land. Yeah, just hang Generating con- new content every single day. <laughs> That's awesome. And people are following it. That's I look great. really active on my face. <laughs> That's great. I love it. So this ties in nicely with um, when I first met you and, and really when I think a lot of people got to know who you were around the country was when uh, you and Lori Weston Davis created the Geeky Girls. So let's mm-hmm. talk about that and uh, how that came about. Just kind of give us that background. Um, so what is it, six, almost, well, I guess it would be six, seven years, um, we had met Ben Kinney, and he literally changed the um, course of my business, you know, where I decided I was going to start running my real estate business as a business, and um, he had created this program called IMSD, Internet Marketing Specialist Designation, and um, he was talking about it at a Women's event, ironically enough that I'll be at in two weeks. I was like, okay, I need to do that. You know, because I was doing social, but I was, you know, I wasn't getting the results that I thought I should get. It. So basically, basically, it was, you know, it was some minor tweaks into what I was doing to do it more purposely, to do it, um, you know, with a goal. And um, so I was the first agent that, that went through the IMSC program and graduated. There was these really cute T-shirts that Ben had made for, you know, IMSC members that said geeky on it. And so Lori and I would wear them to different conferences, um, RE Textile. Um, and men, um, and we were actually at a Keller Williams event. It's called Bold Business Objective Life by Design. And our instructor said, "Well, if you want it, you need to go get it." Because we had, we had gone to a um, training called Train the Trainer, and we decided we wanted to, you know, present in our our local offices and you know teach a little bit. And he's like, "Well, if you want it, go get it." And we had gone to an event. Um, I think it was uh, Inman Connect in Atlanta, and they had. Um, somebody who could not teach the next week in Miami and they're like do you guys want to teach and we're like okay and that was our first event and we did another one in Denver after that and then we did another one somewhere after that so um, that's literally how it started 
people would we would go to an event and we had on our geeky shirts and they would literally they started calling us the geeky girls and that's where it came from. The geeky girls are still around. Uh, Lori is running. Yes, they are. You're not a part of that right now, though, correct? I am not. No, about I guess it was about a year and a half ago. Um, I decided I really had to concentrate on the real estate business portion, and um, she's so great at teaching and has the ability to travel. And you know, while I I can travel, I have to concentrate 100 percent on at the time on 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 the business and you know getting some key hires into our uh, organization because I have a lot of people who are depending on me for um, employment. And uh, so, you know, I, I made a decision and she and I decided you know, I was, she was going to take over and she was going to grow it and she's done a great job. She's got some new additions and I have been growing, um, you know, Live Love Homes and that's what we're doing. Let's talk about Live Love Homes. I know that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. You started off, you, you rebranded somewhere along the way with your company to Live Love Charlotte. Let's talk about that. Yeah. that. That really started this whole thing for you. Yeah. So, um, so our our uh, real estate name before Love Love Charlotte was uh, Team Love Love. So that my dad, my maiden name is Love Love, and um, he had he had that name when uh, we got in when I got into the business. And um, you know, like I said, when I had gone to that event and decided to start running, you know, our business as a business, we decided that meant we needed to take the team name off of everything, you know, and run a business and also to rebrand it to Charlotte because I, I was going places even in Keller Williams and people did not know my maiden name. It sense to them why it was Team Lobo and then Lisa Archer. So I was like, okay, forget this. Um, you know, we decided we we're going to rebrand. Um, we consulted with a lot of people. Actually, Christmas um, from Curator and I came up with Live Love Charlotte at an event in New Orleans. I remember walking um, down the street. We were talking. We were, we were literally on GoDaddy trying to come up with names of uh, that we could buy right then and there. Nice. And that one popped. That one was available. Uh, it, was, it was actually our first choice. Um, and it was available. We, we'd kind of gone Love Live and then we're like, no, it really makes more sense to say Live Love. And um, so we picked up Little of Charlotte. And then the second we just, I decided we were going to, you know, go the expansion route, um, went to buy LiveLoveHomes.com and somebody owned it. And I was able to track them down who they were. I called the guy and I was like, look, um, I really, and he was a KW agent in another state. I was like, are you going to use it? He was like, no. He said, I heard you on stage um, last summer and I thought Little of Charlotte was amazing. So I decided I wanted, I was going to, you know, copy. I was like, would you mind not copying that one and let me have it back? And he was like, oh, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> it was really nice about it. And, you know, I said, well, you know, what can I do for you? And he asked me a couple questions about you know, internet marketing and um, social media. And I, you know, I coached him for probably 45 minutes. He was like, that was well worth, uh, you know, giving me back your, um, giving me back your name. And I said, I really do appreciate that because there's, you know, Charlotte's not going, you know, I can't take Charlotte across state lines. So. <laughs> right. Well, I tell you, you're very lucky that he was uh, a kind guy because there are lots of stories out there with domain names that don't end that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the first time we messaged him, it wasn't exactly that conversation. And then um, 
I think somebody else had a conversation with him. They're like, look, really, dude, like you, you jacked it off of, um, you know, when she was teaching and speaking and, you know, giving you good things, you know, coaching, so, you know, so to speak. And he was like, yeah, you're right, you're right. I'm not going to use it. I just, I just liked it. And, um, yeah, really nice guy. We're, we, we still talk. I've actually sent him a referral, so it, it, it actually worked out well for him. <laughs> no, that's but good. no, you're right. It doesn't, ha- it doesn't always happen that way. Yeah, it brings up a question in my mind. Is, is it, are other people using that in other cities? Is there like a live, love Savannah or a live, love uh-huh. Gilbert? There, are yeah, there, so, uh, so there's, a, there's, a couple, there's a couple out there that um, before we decided to go the expansion route that, you know, somebody said, well, would you mind if I did Live Love Savannah? And I, I told Julia, so it was way before we ever decided to expand. I'm hoping one day when she decides to retire, she calls me and says, all right, you want it back? Okay, <laughs> and by then I'll, I'll be ready to go into Savannah. And then there's a couple of other locations. Um, a friend of mine has one in Memphis. And again, before we decided to expand, she opened and she's doing really well with it. Um, might, maybe one day she'll, she'll come to KW and we can join forces there too. Um, but see, most of the other ones, I don't really know about. Um, there's, a, there's a few that I do. There's one, I think, in uh, Connecticut. That one I know about and that one I've, I've blessed with, you know, before expansion. But if there's other ones, and I've, I know there are. I just don't know who, the, who they are. Um, I don't know. Okay. I didn't ask. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> so you decided you were going to expand. Uh, and this is um, – I, I think this is a uniquely – well, I shouldn't say uniquely, but it's definitely part of the Keller Williams model that if you can build something mm-hmm. successful, you know, your your own operation yeah. up that to, to take that out into other parts of the country. And so where are Absolutely. You know, where is Live Love Homes now? What cities are you in? Um, so of course we our hub team is in Charlotte and then we are in Dallas, Fort Worth. We're in Syracuse, New York, we're in Chicago, and um coming soon to a couple more places I just can't announce yet. Okay. Maybe next week, but not right, not today. <laughs> Maybe from a, somewhere in San Francisco, you can tell us possibly next week. <laughs> that might, that might, that might happen. Okay, very good. So talk about how that works. Um, I, I can't even imagine what your day is like, but how kind of lay out that process for opening up, say, an operation in Syracuse, New York. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say honestly, I have great people. Like our leadership team's awesome. Um, the way Syracuse honestly came about, that same bold class that I, you know, that we became the DQ girls in. Um, one of the agents that was on my team, not my real estate team, but my bold team, um, she was actually our captain of our team, and she's actually our Syracuse agent. She um, after that bold class, she joined my real estate business in Charlotte, and about two two and a half years ago. She had to move to Syracuse for family reasons with her husband and his son. And um, about a year ago, she said, you know what, if I'm going to be here, I might as well, you know, do real estate out of Syracuse. And um, so we launched with Love Syracuse. And she still has a huge sphere in Charlotte. She's been in business almost 20 years. And um, so she's, she's closing about one to two deals a month in Charlotte. She's got a um, showing agent down here who shows for her. Um, who also puts signs in the yard is her eyes and ears down here. Um, she does a lot of past, you know, client for life business type stuff. And then in Syracuse, she's, um, you know, she's really generating like any agent watch. She's door knocking. She's um, circle dialing. She's, um, you know, 
going to events and she's handing out cards and kissing babies and uh, everything that she would do as a normal agent, she's doing in Syracuse. I'm just under the Love Love Homes, Love Love Syracuse, uh, our Love Love Central New York name. Excellent. Tell me, tell me about, yeah. tell me about the the your philosophy on on generating business because you know there's there's the way I look at our world. There's the the hardcore lead generation. Um, that could, some of it could be internet lead generation, other, it could be other more traditional styles, you know, whether it's, um, like you mentioned calling or, or those kinds of things. And there's also that social component, the, or the organic search, you know, with both blogs and, and content marketing. How do how does live love homes handle that? And is it, is it all of it? Is it, how do you do that? We do it all. Okay. I, I mean, I, I will honestly say we do it all. I, I believe in, you know, traditional door knocking all the way to, as I call it, door clicking on Facebook. You know, when you see the green lights on and the, you know, from the chat feature, that's, think about that as virtual door, door knocking. You can see their home, you can see they're happy and you can have a conversation with them, you know, probably not even real estate related just to build your relationship with them. But imagine if you could do that, but you know, like I tell people when I'm talking about it in class, if you were door knocking the traditional route and you could see the green dots pop up over their house, you can see them on their home, you can see how many mutual friends you have, you can see where they went to college, what the sports team and you had a had a you know, knew enough about them to have an intelligent conversation, you have that on Facebook. Now, we, we do traditional door knocking um for our open houses, for our just listed, just sold. Um we, we you know, we want to be that expert in the neighborhood. So we do both. We do circle prospecting around a listing, whether it's an open house invite or a new listing or just sold um, or an invite to an event that's going to be held local there. Um, we do dispose and expired. There, you know, we do a lot of the traditional with the social. We m merge it as much as we can. I've been working with a developer on a um, project. I guess I can announce this now. Um, on a project called Rally Pages, and if any of your listeners want information, they can message me for it um, for an invite. Basically, I've been beta testing it, and um, I was introduced to this developer because of my social mind, I guess you would call it. And he literally said, "You know, if you had the perfect lead system, what would it do?" And I was like, "Really? You're really asking me that?" He's like, "Absolutely." He said, "You referred to me as a social expert." you know, with air quotes. And I said, okay, well, and I, that's what I wanted. I said, I want whatever, when the lead comes in, and I, I hate to use that word, like we don't lead generate, we opportunity generate in my office. Okay. Um, so when that opportunity comes in, I want to be able to see Facebook. I want to be able to see if they have other social. I want their phone. I want their, you know, email. You know, I want to be able to figure out everything they have. And this, my, my developer has, he's literally done that. And it's working amazing. This week we've gotten I forty opportunities with all of that information and it's coming through social channels. So I am super excited that there's we you know, we're now in an age of technology where, you know, you I can say, All right, I want to do this and there's somebody who can build that. <laughs> right. You've got so much on your plate. You're the CEO of Live Love Homes and you just told me about helping, you know, developing a new, you know, kind of a, a opportunity tool. You've yeah. people around the country that you've got to talk to. What is a typical day like for Lisa Arch? And your your mom, you got three kids, right? 
What's a, I do. I have three kids. What's a typical day like for Lisa? This, well, well, the last couple of weeks has been crazy. So we've been in, you know, for a lot of narrow national dance competition. We've been out of town three weeks in a row for baseball. Um, this week was cheer tryouts. Next week we're doing world dance. I'm literally leaving San Francisco next Wednesday night to fly to New York City because we have world dance championship um, on Thursday. And then I'm teaching in New York City on Friday, and then we're flying home. So it, it, it's crazy right now with the kids. But a typical normal day, like during the school year, would be get up, get the kids to school. I have a, I have a morning um, huddle with my staff for 15 minutes before 9. Um, and we literally are all opportunity generating for about two hours. Um, if it's not a day that I coach, I coach on Tuesdays. Like all day Tuesday, I have coaching clients. I coach um, right now 10 other agents within Keller um, on how to build their business and build their life. And um, so if it's not Tuesday, then I leave my office, um, I pick up the kids, and then CEO of my house starts around 3.30. (laughs) Okay, good. That's good. Are are there any mentors that have helped you along? You mentioned Ben Kinney, so I guess he might be considered one. Are there any Mm -hmm. other mentors that uh, you look to to confide in? Yeah, so I ha- I have a really gr- amazing circle of mentors from, you know, Gary Keller. I sit in a mastermind with Gary Keller. I'm super blessed, and there's, there's only there's a very small number of people in there. And um, from, so from Gary Keller to Ben Kenny to Seth Campbell to Sue Adler, um, Mark Spain is a dear friend and mentor of mine. Um, Deborah Trapin is, you know, we mastermind about so much stuff. Uh, Vanessa Murray. Um, and then... Um, you know, Mark Willis, and there's just a massive amount of mentors that I've had over the years that have helped us to where we are now. Um, Jackie Ellis and um, Tony Giordano, and he and I mastermind about social a lot, thankfully. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've been so, so, you know, I keep saying the word blessed, but just blessed with the people that have come into my life and the relationships that we've built. And I just, so lucky and grateful. Yeah. I love to hear you use the word relationships. You use it a lot. You've used it a lot today. In this I, podcast, and I love that because I'm such a proponent of relationships in this world. So great. Let me, let me ask a couple of questions that'll help uh, listeners, you know, maybe with their business and um, give me in your mind, you know, what's the biggest mistake you see realtors making in their business? Honestly, it's not treating it as a business. Christmas, you know, Christmas is a great, as a dear friend of mine, and we mastermind a lot. And I, I didn't say him as a mentor, but I talked about him earlier. Um, we, we talk about that. You know, most agents treat it as, oh, I'm just, a, I'm, I'm an agent. I, I need, you know, I'm working with a buyer, I'm working with a seller. Oh, we've, I've got a closing come up. That's most important. But you've got to treat it as a business. The second you start um, going from one closing to the next, you're in trouble because that means you stopped opportunity generating and that's the that's the name of this business you have to every single day I, t- I tell my coaching clients and my and my agents um, you know get out a calendar and then if you uh, opportunity to generate for two hours today put a circle around it and then flip forward in the calendar three months and put a dollar sign on today's date or, you know three months from now if you don't regenerate or opportunity generate tomorrow put a big X on it and then go three months out and put a zero and that visual should help you to know that you, if you don't lead constantly lead generate opportunity generate whatever you want to call it, if you're not constantly doing that for new business, you're going to have zero three months from now. 
And that's how a new agent gets in this business is they do what they're supposed to do for, you know, with lead generation and what they're going to be able to be successful because they build a pipeline. Most agents, when they get busy, they're reactive instead of being proactive and continuously lead generating. There's nothing more important than 9 to 11 lead generation in the morning. There's not a problem that happens that can't be handled at 11 and 1. If an inspection's blown up or if the the attorney needs something or it doesn't, it doesn't matter what it, there's nothing except for maybe your client's house on fire that can't be, and by 11.01, I'm sure the fire department has come out and you still couldn't do anything, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not telling you to be callous. What I'm saying is you couldn't do anything to fix it right then anyway, and then you ruin the entire day because you're not going to go back and do it later. Your what? day starts at 11.01. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you a question about that, the, the opportunity generation for those two hours. That, that could be a lot of different things, right? It's not necessarily just cold calling. It could be. Absolutely not. It, it, mm -hmm. it could be talking to your sphere. I mean, whatever that, whatever that fits that person, however they want to work that, it could be a lot of different it things. Could be, if set, it could be setting up at a coffee shop and having, you know, um, a sticker on the back of your computer that's up that says, I bet you. I bet you the value of your home is not what you think it is. Ask me. You know, it could be anything. It could be handing out waters at the park with your sticker on it while people are running. Um, it could be inviting people to an open house via door knocking with door hangers. Um, it could be calling your sphere. It could be going to the mall. Um, it could. Be, it could be. It could be cold calling. You're, like it could. Be, it could be circle dialing or whatever. It, it could be anything that you want it to be. It just needs to be. Put it out there. And not being a secret agent, so to speak. Hey, I'm in real estate, and you know, you're not going out and asking people necessarily for business. What you are doing is making people know, you know, know what you do. But one of the things that I tell um, the agents when I'm teaching or or coaching or whatever is, you know, I've got 5,000 friends on Facebook and another 7,500 or so that follow me or whatever that you know. And I say, you know, everyone in that in, that, in my Facebook sphere, and I treat it as, an, as my secondary database. Sometimes I feel like it's more important than the first one, but you know, it is a, it's a huge database for us. Um, everyone knows that Lisa sells real estate, but nobody hates to know it. Like I don't pound it over their head. I'm not putting one, two, three main street, two twenty five on um, Facebook as our new listing. You know, we do that on our business page maybe and we do it in different ways. But you know, nobody hates to know that I'm in real estate, yet they all do. I had somebody I've never even done business with yesterday message me and say, Hey, I'm working with a company who's um um, relocating from Chicago, they're going to be um, close to Uptown, and the, they want to buy a couple of condos. Can you help? I'm like, mm-hmm. I've, I've never even sold that person a house, but they're in my sphere on Facebook, and they know I'm in real estate, and they asked if we wanted a referral. I'm like, ah, of course you do. That's awesome. Let me let me yeah. wrap up. I'll wrap up. I've had you for half an hour, and I appreciate your time. Um, what is okay. There's a, a final question I ask every guest, and we've kind of been talking about it here, so I'll, I'll challenge you to um, answer in a slightly different way, but what, <laughs> what's the one thing a new agent, you know, new to the business should do? All right. So a new agent to the business, they need to come up with who their sphere is. And I know we t people talk about, you talk about sphere, but they never really truly define who that is. And what I would say is, you know, it, who are the people that if they were sitting in Starbucks or if they were sitting in a coffee shop and the person sitting at the table next to them was flipping through Zillow or Realtor.com or Trulia on their iPad looking at homes or if they had a real estate magazine in their hand 
or they were having a conversation with the person next to them, which doesn't look like an agent, looks like their spouse, talking about, you know, going to look at homes or real estate at all. Who are those 25 people who would interrupt them and say, oh, my God, you need to know Lisa. She helped us find our house. She helped us sell our house. She helped us do this. She helped my brother. No, 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 no. Who are those 25 people that either carry your card or would give your contact information out in a heartbeat to those people? Okay, so when you come up with, the, with that list, and then you go back through those 25 people, and you say, all right, who are the three people that I know through them? So if the top person on my list is my brother. He owns, he owns a construction company here in Charlotte. He's a contractor, and he goes and does a lot of carpet, paint, you know, and one of the first questions he always asks is, are you thinking about selling? Well, ding, 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 he does carry my card. And if that's his answer, of course, we get my card, right? But who are the three people that I know through him that if they were asked, do you know somebody in real estate, that they would also say my name? They're not going to walk through fire or jump off a building to hand them my card. But if they're asked, they're going to say, you know, they're going to say we're both homes, right? So, like, so my brother's contractor, the three people I know through him are his roommate, um, a, 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 his girlfriend, and then a, another um, friend who works at a restaurant that he goes to all the time. All three of them have referred to us, but they're not necessarily going to hand out my business card, you know. So literally make that list. So you've got the 25 sphere, and then you're going to have 75 in the secondary level. You've got 100 people that you can start contacting. Tell them your goals. Tell them what you want, you know, what, what your goal is for real estate in the next 20, 12 months. Ask them if they can help you. And then you have people that you can constantly contact, and hopefully they're going to be holding you accountable. You said you wanted to do 22 deals or 25 deals. Where are you? All right, cool. And then you told them that you're in real estate. They all will help you. They know, like, and trust you already. So literally build that sphere and know who those people are so you can constantly be telling them, hey, we're at two new listings or we're at this, and thank you so much. And, you know, reward them for the behavior you want them to exhibit. When they send you referrals, send them presents. That would be that would be mine. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time today. If someone wants to reach out to you, I know this sounds kind of silly because uh, I could just Google your name. But what's the best way for uh, for someone to reach out if they wanted to get more information from you? Um, well, so I would definitely say it sounds crazy, but I would say email. So live love homes at gmail dot com is the best way. You can send me a message on Facebook. I promise I will attempt to look um, to see it. I get so many, I just don't ever want it to get lost. At least if it goes to the Love Love Homes email, um, myself and our director of operations, who does all of our hiring, um, she'll see it um, and we'll be able to get back to you really quickly. Thank you so much for your time. I really look forward to seeing You're you welcome. in San Francisco. And uh, and I hope to uh, uh, see a Live Love Homes out here you know, on the in the west side of the country some side, sometime soon. Well, it's a funny story. I've been out there a couple of times, and we are that is on our short, short, short list. So if you know anybody, love them. Always working. I love it, Lisa. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show. Bye, Bill. See you next week. You've been listening to The Real Estate Sessions with Bill Rissa of Chicago Title, Arizona. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and tell your friends about The Real Estate Sessions as new episodes are published weekly.